Tisha Bader. As we continue to cover the situation in Israel and the war in Gaza, we take a look at a tribute this week to victims of the October 7th Hamas massacre at music's biggest night, the Grammy Awards, held in Los Angeles Sunday night that included a tribute to the victims of the Nova Music Festival on October the 7th. Well, to discuss how this tribute came about, its significance, and other efforts being made from the music and entertainment industry to show support for Israel is David Renzer, co-founder of Creative Community for Peace. David joins us now from Los Angeles. Thank you so much, David. We appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Good to be with you. So before we get to the Grammy Awards and other um, topics, I was just looking back at the last time you were here. It was um, October 2022. We were talking about Kanye West. And now here we are, having lived through October the 7th. It's, it's almost a different world in many ways. Um, living through these last few months has been uh, something like like no other that we've experienced in the past. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Kind and of... Uh change it's changed our uh, our world changed our view changed our focus in so many ways and creative community for peace has really been a, a tremendous um initiator and advocator of so many um signs and shows of support for israel for the jewish people since october the 7th but let's start with the grammy awards um because on Honestly, I was surprised that this tribute actually happened. I had been reading, I know the, the head of the American Jewish Committee, Ted Deutsch, had called for a moment of silence at the Grammys. I reported on it in my newscast. I did not think there was going to be anything. Um, and I was certainly pleasantly surprised by, in fact, um, the remarks made by Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. Can you talk about how creative community was involved in those efforts, what that was like to help make that tribute actually take place? Sure. Um, well, <clears throat> you know, there, there there is precedent, uh, and I think Harvey even mentioned it in his speech, you know, when there was the the horrible Bataclan uh, attacks um, in, in, in Paris, um, there was an attack on a music concerts in Manchester in the UK, um, there was recognition by the industry, um, broad recognition by the industry uh, about how horrific those attacks were and 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 recognition that music, you know, has is is a force for good and a, and, a, and a force that that unites people. And I think it was in that spirit, really, that that, um, you know, that the Grammys and Harvey, um, you know, acknowledged the uh, the the attacks um, you know, Harvey is someone that, you know, I personally have known a long time. He was, he was actually a client of mine when I was chairman of Universal Music uh, Publishing. And um, and we honored him. The Creative Community for Peace actually honored him at our annual Ambassadors of Peace event in 2021, in which he actually delivered his speech. And I remember it quite clearly. You know, it, it, his speech then was also about the power of music to build bridges. And um, and. And, and you know, creative community for peace has has always been about building bridges to uh, not just the entertainment community, but you know, not and not just the Jewish members of the entertainment industry, but actually, you know, the broader industry. And 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 you know, we have on our advisory board, you know, non-Jewish, you know, 
uh, entertainment industry leaders. You know, we have a Muslim, uh, a very high profile uh, entertainment industry leader who actually leads one of the major record labels today. And, um, and uh, we've honored, you know, people from the black community, from the Latin community. And, um, and so I think that's a deep part of Harvey and his beliefs. And it's a, and it's clearly a major theme for the Grammys. So it all made sense um, for it to happen. Uh, but I have to say, I have to really congratulate. And, and there was a, uh, there was a, uh, uh, he heard from many people in the industry, not just from creative community for peace. And I have to say, there were many non-Jewish people who reached out to Harvey to encourage him to, um, you know, and the Grammys to, to acknowledge it. Um, you know, so, so I have to, uh, I have to, I think we should all thank uh, the Grammys and Harvey. Uh, I thought his messaging was was spot on, um, and I think uh, acknowledging not just the horrors of the day, but you know the over forty people that were taken hostage from the from the Nova Festival, and um, so I, I I I congratulate Harvey and the Grammys for doing the right thing, and uh, I think we all should. Absolutely. I just want to read a little bit of of his speech. He says. Music must always be our safe space. When that's violated, it strikes at the very core of who we are. Noting past tragedies, as you mentioned, at music venues in Paris, England, Las Vegas, um, Harvey said, on October the 7th, we felt that again when we heard the tragic news from the Supernova Music Festival for Love, that over 360 music fans lost their lives and another 40 were kidnapped. He said that day and all the tragic days that have followed have been awful, for the world to bear as we mourn the loss of all innocent lives. Um, it was very beautifully put. He did not mention Israel by name, um, but I think the message was was extremely important and significant. Yeah, agreed. And 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 the Grammys and Naris have been great partners to uh, Creative Community for Peace. Um, and uh, you know, Harvey uh, attended our last Ambassadors of Peace, which actually occurred. Uh, shortly after October 7th, um, you know, and uh, uh, and we honored, you know, leaders, you know, again, a, a, a you know, black uh, leader of, of one of the major labels, the president of uh, Epic Records, uh, you know, the chairman of the labels were there, uh, leaders from the Latin music community were there, as well as leaders from the, uh, the, the Jewish side of the entertainment industry. But uh, yeah, I think we can all, uh, I think we should all um, um, be proud and, and grateful for uh for the Grammys um you know making that statement and uh David your organization has been involved just days after the massacre took place you guys really jumped into action to find ways to advocate for Israel to find ways to galvanize um the the entertainment industry talk about some of those efforts and what that process was like for you if there were challenges and difficulties that you faced along the way right sure well uh um you know just days after the the October 7th uh attacks you know and and you you, you know knowing from from past you know con uh, conflicts especially Gaza conflicts how world opinion can be so quickly moving uh we he organized a open letter. It started with 200 entertainment industry leaders, many celebrities. Um, and I can mention, I think we should mention some of the names, um, you know, and the list quickly grew, by the way. And there's there's well over 2,000 
um, high profile entertainment industry leaders today who've signed on to the open letter, but it was an open letter, uh, you know, harshly uh, criticizing Hamas and, uh, and supporting Israel, urging people, you know, to kind of not fall for the disinformation campaigns that would occur online, which, you know, we've all seen that um, explosion. Um, but, you know, I think it's worth pointing out, you know, people like, and including non-Jewish celebrities like Chris Pine, um, you know, Helen Mirren um, and, and Billy Porter, Mark Hamill. Uh, and then, of course, people like Mayim Bialik, Gal Gadot, Liev Schreiber, who we actually honored at our last Ambassadors of Peace event, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Deborah Messing, and, and, and many, many others. And of course, leaders of entertainment companies, um, you know, et cetera. So, um, so th I think that was, that was very, you know, early on and an important, um, uh, step and, uh, and, and not too long ago, a few weeks ago, we actually, uh, helped organize a trip, um, for Deborah Messing and another actor, uh, Brett Gelman to actually go to Israel and to bear witness. Um, and we organized the trip, uh, for her. She had an, a, you know, an, an incredible experience you know, seeing the, the devastation in the south of Israel and meeting with uh, various groups. And I think it, you know, again, we have to be grateful to um, to celebrities like like Deborah Messing and, 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 and others who are using their voices to call attention to anti-Semitism, to call out, the, you know, the horrors of um, of the October 7th attacks and uh, and plead for the uh, return of the hostages. Have you run up against challenges as far as when you do reach out to people? Um, I imagine that there are those who say no, that there are those who don't feel comfortable, that are maybe scared of repercussions or how taking a stand could affect their career. What is What are some of those experiences? Obviously, we're not going to ask you who, but I'm just wondering what are some of the challenges you faced when trying to get this kind of advocacy off the ground? Sure. Well, we, we, you know, Creative Community for Peace has now been um, active for over ten years in in the entertainment industry, uh, and 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 so this none of this is kind of new to us. Um, I will say that post October seventh, one of the silver linings is, I think, I think, you know, what I've seen and, and others have seen is there are many Jews in the industry, and and non Jews, but certainly many Jews in the industry who were um not as act active you know maybe apathetic uh about the issues related to anti-semitism and and uh and uh anti-zionism uh that were you know impacting the entertainment in industry or emanating from the entertainment industry and i think that there's been a significant surge of people of executives of uh, of artists celebrities who are alarmed who are who do care who have and many who've kind of reached out to Creative Community for Peace and said, "How can I help? How you know? How can how can I uh, contribute my efforts?" And um, you know, some uh, and listen. A lot of what we do is behind the scenes. Uh, a lot of what we do is not in the headlines, um, and and uh, because it is it is sensitive, or you know, the the relationships we have, you know, are are people I think are maybe more comfortable. 
um, you know, reaching out and or speaking out in a, in a, in a, not in a public way, but still they're highly impactful. And, um, you know, and, and so I, I would say that's, that's been one of the positives, you know, we're seeing, you know, tremendous, you know, uh, activation people that, that are, that really care, um, and that are turning out you know, for, for various events, uh, you know, campaigning online, et cetera. And then we see conversely, you know, the, the, you know, the, especially on, so, especially on social media, um, the, the battles that take place and in many cases, uh, reinforced or sometimes, you know, purely driven by things like bots, you know, and there are bot farms, uh, we've uncovered, uh, we've published reports how some of these bot farms are funded by, uh, Qatar, uh, Iran operated out of Asia, uh, who, um, you know, attack celebrities who post something positive for Israel. But, um, you know, I will say having just kind of gone through the Grammy events, you know, many, many people wearing yellow ribbons. We we were part of the campaign to help people, you know, to get people to wear, uh, um, you know, yellow ribbons. Uh, some people even wearing chains, bring the hostages uh, back. So, um, so I think that, um, that's, that's encouraging to see. I think, I think that, that, that people aren't, you know, afraid to kind of, you know, um, to support. And, and this is many high profile, uh, entertainment executives. I'm talking about chairmen of record labels, you know, who were wearing the yellow ribbon. And, um, and so there's encouragement. I think there's also a, a sense of, uh, that's needed. I think people feel that there's needed a sense of fraternity, a sense of uh, community when um, when the feeling is so much that, you know, the Jewish community is being attacked. And so, you know, when we have events, you know, we have a young leadership division, a Vanguard event, our last event, you know, sold out, you know, people kind of clamoring to, you know, hundred. these are hundreds of young entertainment industry leaders, the next generation of leaders. And, um, you know, our ambassadors of peace events, you know, the biggest ever, most successful ever. Um, so I think there's a there's, I guess, a need that the that the entertainment community is feeling to be united, to come together, to have, um, you know, support. Um, and, and we function, you know, a, across with many different initiatives. Um, to really kind of counter anti-Semitism that might emanate from the entertainment industry. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. We, we led the charge uh, not, you know, a few months ago, um, you know, with, with Bertelsmann, uh, which is the, you know, the parent company of BMG, um, um, you know, that, that represented Roger Waters. And we uh, led a campaign, got, uh, you know, all the other major Jewish organizations on board but it was it was our relationships, you know, as entertainment industry leaders, I think that really kind of brought a lot of credibility to the conversations. Uh, but we went directly to the chairman of Bertelsmann and expressed our concern and displeasure with, with uh, them being in, in business with Roger Waters. Um, and it took some time, but they actually did the right thing. And they actually uh, dropped Roger Waters as a client. And not only that, but right around uh, uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, they actually uh, uh, formally adopted across the entire company uh, the IRA definition of anti-Semitism. And uh, you can go online on their website and see it. And I and I applaud 
Uh, I applaud Bertelsmann and BMG for doing the right thing, um, for recognizing that that um, you know that that Roger Waters had crossed the line, um, and um, you know, and 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 I and I think that that's just one example of us taking action, um, leading leading you know not just the entertainment industry but the you know the entire community um in in efforts to um to really do something when someone is having such a harmful impact touring around the world influencing thousands you know with harmful messages well congratulations that's a huge achievement um in and of itself Thank david you. so so Thank good you. good on you and creative community for peace i'm glad you brought up the thing about the yellow ribbons because um, you know, when we watch the award shows at home, we don't necessarily see all the people in the audience, and it may not appear that many people are wearing yellow ribbons. Um, I remember with the Golden Globes this year, there were two actors who wore the yellow ribbon. I don't think either is Jewish, John Ortiz, and I cannot remember the name of the actress from Succession. Um, both wore yellow ribbons. I did not notice them really on any other celebrities, but I do know there were other people wearing them. Um, I'm not sure what that um, effort was like. That was one of the earlier award shows of the season. Yeah, I, I you know, I, again, I, I, there are, um, you know, there are many people that are that are pushing this out. Um, you know, next up will be the Oscars, and um, and I think that. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll see the same. You know, some may be more visible than others, um, but uh, I can tell you that there are a lot of people in the film and TV industry who care, who are activated, uh, and and for instance, we're we're supporting. Um, there's an initiative right now to get the Directors Guild to uh, establish uh, Jewish affinity groups, um, which they they don't have, and they have um, they have that for other minority groups. So you know, there are people pushing again behind the scenes not all these are you know very public campaigns but but they're important and um you know and and, and impactful um and uh you know and and again you know some of the conversations will i'm sure there will be with with you know leaders of those broadcasts the people organizing the broadcast to make sure they're they're sensitive and uh um you know and and uh and look, we've got another campaign uh, also now happening around Eurovision, which is, you know, not as uh, well known in the U.S., but across Europe and the rest of the world is a huge, huge, huge. Um, yeah. talent talent show. And they have participants from, you know, very, you know, all these different countries. Um, and there are some uh, that are calling to boycott Israel from participating in Eurovision, Eurovision, which actually won Israel, which won the Eurovision just a few years ago, um, um, you may recall. So, you know, so we're supporting, we're galvanizing uh, the industry. We have a an open letter with uh, hundreds of high profile signatories and various major artists and celebrities uh, supporting uh, Israel as a participant uh, in Eurovision. And so, you know, our our campaigns, you know, are happening globally. You know, we've been involved with boycott uh, issues, cultural boycott issues uh, in Australia and New Zealand um, and and in various other territories. And so we work again to galvanize local uh, industry leaders, um, you know, and, and we have actually some we have advisory board members 
we have over a hundred different top industry leaders part of our advisory board who are based, you know, not just here in LA or New York or uh, Nashville, but also based in uh, in the UK and um, and and in Australia. And um, so, you know, it's 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 we're trying to, you know, again, the 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 issues are coming at us kind of fast and furious these days, um, as you can imagine. But we we are working really hard to galvanize uh, the industry in ways that um, we've we've kind of never had to before. Um, and also we're trying to get more celebrities, more artists to go to Israel. And um, just to like the Deborah Messing and Brett Gelman trip, uh, we're in the we're in the midst of a, a fundraising campaign so that we can because uh, it's pretty expensive, you know, to organize a trip like that and to bring a celebrity who, you know, uh, is used to traveling at a certain standard. Um, so, you know, if there are any uh, viewers or listeners out there who want to contribute to Creative Community for Peace so that uh, influencers and celebrities can put out positive messages about their experiences, uh, please feel free to uh, visit our website or reach out. And um, and you will truly be making a difference, I think, for the image uh, and uh, the PR campaign to delegitimize uh, Israel in, in these terrible times. Yeah, David, I think that those trips to Israel are, are some of the most important, visible, impactful things. Um, I was watching Deborah Messing speak about her trip and just how much it affected her personally and the visibility of seeing her there for us outside of Israel and for people within Israel, I think was so important to Jerry Seinfeld as well. These are important things for us to see and for the world to see. Um, as well. Before I let you go, I know there's something else that Creative Community for Peace has been has led, and that was some private screenings of the um, of the massacre um, for people to come and and bear witness and see the reality of what happened. That must have been very difficult, but very important to to be able to show people again to dispute the misinformation that's out there with facts of what actually happened on that horrendous day. Yeah. Yeah, we we um we we organized uh, uh, private screenings uh, for um, you know not just entertainment industry leaders but you know community leaders, uh, non-Jewish uh, uh, community leaders who attended, uh, and and in fact just um, just the other night we actually organized a screening. There's a new documentary about the Nova uh, festival attack, and we organized a screening. Uh, in a in a at a private screening and had you know uh, something like 70, 70 different uh, entertainment industry leaders there to see to see that screening. So um, you know, and now there's there's we're learning of there's other documentaries that are in the works um, related to uh, to the festival related to you know victims of uh, uh, the October seventh uh, attacks, and so we're we're in the midst of you know kind of a, a number of other projects trying to help them get the broadest uh, distribution if that's what they're looking for or get uh, the right the right leaders to 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 view the the uh, you know the footage which some and and it's not listen it's some of it is very difficult to watch and it's not an easy not an easy thing to witness but uh, it is important and um, and just and and even hostage families we we, we really helped organize, uh, and this is kind of an ongoing effort, but you know there were a number, quite a few number of 
um, hostage families that made trips uh, to Los Angeles and wanted to meet with influencers or entertainment industry leaders and hear their stories, hear their pleas, figure out how they could help. And so we, uh, we've been involved in, in, a, in a number of those and helping to organize those. And, um, and again, it's, you know, uh, these are all part of our, you know, kind of behind the scenes efforts to um, really to kind of, you know, support, support Israel, support uh, victims of, of October 7th. There's been, there's some initiatives actually happening involving uh, Israeli musicians who were also at the uh, October 7th at the Nova Festival, who are, um, there's two different groups of, of Israeli musicians that are planning trips out to the West Coast. Um, and we've been involved with those. So, you know, th there's all kinds of ex initiatives, experiences um, that are happening. And, um, you know, so some of what we do is very public facing. A lot of what we do is is behind the scenes support. Uh, and I think they're all they're all important. Absolutely. And we appreciate so much the advocacy of Creative Community for Peace, what you're doing on a daily basis. Uh, your hands are clearly full, but all those efforts are, are truly, truly appreciated and so very important. David Renzer is co-founder of Creative Community for Peace. We thank him so much for his time. David, thank you very much. Hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you very much.